chapter 4, verses 10 through 11. The writer of this uh, book in the Bible was encouraging the church to be the church in the world. And uh, I thought it was a good passage for us to look at on a Stewardship Sunday. Listen now for a word from you. Each of you has been blessed with one of God's many wonderful gifts to be used in the service of others. So use your gift well. If you have the gift of speaking, preach God's message. If you have the gift of helping others, do it with strength that God supplies. Everything should be done in a way that will bring honor to God because of Jesus Christ who is glorious and powerful forever and ever. Amen. This past Monday night, our writers group met. I'd already had a long day. I was tired. I had not eaten supper. And to be honest with you all, I didn't want to come. I convinced myself that it would be a worthless trip across town, but I came. I came in and I had some things to take care of and I went in and I shut the door and stayed inside that room for a while. I did not rush to get into the fellowship hall. See, I was thinking nobody's going to show up. When I finally opened the door and came out into the fellowship hall, much to my surprise, there was a table of folks with their laptops, their pens, and notebooks sitting in a circle sharing life. Hmm. Oh, me of little hangry face. <laughs> I joined the table at the seat they had saved for me. They saved me a seat. And I sat down unprepared, digging out my pen and my Diet Pepsi and trying to get him a purse from a notebook. All the time I was smiling to myself at my own skepticism. We do a quick check-in with each other. And then Jeff takes us on a writer's ride that I entitled, Regrets, Bliss, and Resurrection Love. Others may have entitled it something differently, but that's what it was for me. The first prompt began, followed by 15 minutes of writing, an invitation for us to share with each other, and then we did it all again. At a table in the fellowship hall of a little church on Diana Drive. Man, people shared life. They shared love. They said, shed some tears and we laughed together. We had church in a bountiful and beautiful way. Mm. Our masks came off. We were vulnerable with each other. We were real and raw with each other. And the Spirit, oh, that Spirit showed up. The Spirit was there in the air we breathed, swirling around the writing and reflecting. And I'm so thankful that a skeptic like me was able to experience a bounty of love and hope and emotion. I was in a whole different place when I got in the car to go home. A whole different place. Yeah. I wrote Kenny as I was driving home. I felt like kicking my shoes off all night long. For it was sacred. Yeah. It 
was church and communion, all rolled up into an hour of fellowship. I'm so thankful I didn't let skeptic in me miss out on such a wonderful thing. As Stacy said, this little church has a bounty of giftedness. It's here. It's scattered throughout this sanctuary and at home with our people who watch online. Giftedness. And every week I find myself saying, get out of the way, Pam. Just get out of the way. And I watch. As people come and go and people live and love and laugh, and in the midst of it all, I stand back and wonder how I could be so blessed to be part of something so incredibly amazing and beautiful. Don't you tell yourself you don't have a gift to write down in the corner of the pumpkin. Don't you tell yourself that. We are plain old ordinary people who've joined together to counter the belief that all of us don't have to sit inside a box defined by the limits of others. Yeah. We come here to love and live. We come here to build the kingdom. The kingdom. Where people love and nurture and live life together and all the while that spirit. Yeah. As spirit moves around in and through us and we keep trying every Sunday to live into this be the church. That's what we're about. You know what? Each Sunday people come and people watch. As we try to live out what we see right here every Sunday. Mm. Now I'm going to tell you. We ain't what people really consider a regular kind of church. Were y'all aware of that? Thanks be to God. <laughs> but people are watching as we continue yeah. to become better versions of the church. This is us. This is us. Good and bad and ugly and beautiful and funny and joyful and quirky and talented. A mixture of all the beauty and diversity gifted by the Creator. Diverse people on diverse paths who have chosen, who have made the choice to be called family. That's special. We cry together. We love together. We try to make the world a better place together. <clears throat> Come on, don't you be saying to yourself you don't have gifts. It ain't so. For when I look at each one of you, I see love. And you know what I've heard? Love is the greatest <clears throat> gift of all. So if that's all you write down on that pumpkin and that corn, <laughs> Right now, you've got some love to share. Mm. Rachel Held Evans spoke of the church like this. Well, the world is watching, so we might as well tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, the church doesn't offer a cure. Did y'all know that? Yeah. We can't cure you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't offer a quick fix. The church offers death and resurrection. Yes. The church offers messy, inconvenient, gut-wrenching, never-ending work of healing and reconciliation. That's and as we gather here on Sundays and Monday nights and throughout the week, and we allow God to pull us toward our authentic self, mm -hmm. and we allow that spirit to work in us, through us, we're becoming the church. 
little by little every time we meet. I want to share an email that was written by someone on their first visit to Bluegrass. It's dated May 20, 2012. I found my way to worship this morning after the suggestions over the past year by many. Somehow, someway, the spirit makes itself known and we get to where we need to be. We can't fight it. We can go dragging our feet, but it continues to beckon in a relentless kind of way. This morning, I attended worship with you at Bluegrass for the first time. I had given up on the institution of church. And I had decided that I would live the gospel and the world would be my community. I didn't need no church. They go on to write, I continue to yearn for a place to experience the tangible reality of who and what I had come to know God to be, ever present and ever loving. The church, well, let's just say, exclusion comes in many ways, and I'm sure you're aware of all that. The church sure ain't exempt. Several months back, somebody suggested I give you a try, but I ignored it because the pain I was in was just too raw. I looked at your website and checked out your Facebook. A few weeks ago, a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you come to church? She was aware of my own experiences in church, and so I just smiled and said, oh, I've heard a lot about that place. I might just surprise you some Sunday. This week, I craved community, and I yearned for the sacraments. I looked at your website again and know nothing much new. I went to bed last night, and I dreamed about being part of a community. And so when I woke up, I simply said, I'm going to church. When I entered the sanctuary, the Spirit met me. I was nervous about my long sabbatical and about what kind of reaction that sitting in the sanctuary might bring up. But without anyone knowing who I was or any part of my story, I walked through the doors, really nervous, but I wasn't afraid. My friend saw me and was surprised and asked me to sit with her. I smiled and I sat and I watched. I watched and saw a glimmer of what church can be. I saw people hug and kiss and touch and smile. I experienced people being real. And I swear my experience of church began long before the pastor, you, ever came into the sanctuary. Long before the official service ever began. I surveyed the room and saw people sitting together, touching, being who they were. I felt the ghost of my long past began to fade a little in a mystical kind of way that I can't really explain. I felt myself say, well, I thought there was no hope for the church. And suddenly, before my eyes, there was the gospel, and I felt myself be moved to tears. And that service hadn't even started yet. I looked at my friend and I said, I need Kleenex. Wow, talk about the gospel without a word being said. <coughs> Long story short, I went to church. I sat in church. I participated in church, and I felt church when I left. Mm. 
I left satisfied from the savory banquet of faith that was mixed with grace and mercy. And for this hopeful encounter, I'm thankful. I feel hope. Hope for the church, but also hope that perhaps, just perhaps, God who beckons us onward led me to a different kind of church, to a place where people touch and smile and can be. And perhaps if the Spirit works hard enough to get me to a little place, perhaps the Spirit might be done with not, but might not be done with me yet. Yes, amen. That was ten years ago on my first Sunday at BUCC. Mm. Wow. Amen. Wow. And I sat here today after healing, blessed to share my own story of resurrection and life. Mm -hmm. I live now trying my hardest to share the gifts that I've been given yes. in a beautiful place that gave me life. Amen. Amen. Too often we underestimate the power of a touch. Yeah. A smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or even the smallest act of caring. Yes. All of which have the potential to turn the life around. Yes. All of that here gave me life mm -hmm. and resurrected my spirit. Yes. God love in this place has the potential to change a life and call to us to share what we can with each other and the world. What is your gift? I know you have one. Can you bake? Sign up for some hospitality. Or when you hear someone sick and having a hard time, drop that soup off at the front door. Can you clean? Ask Barry what needs cleaning. He can tell you. Are you handy with tools? See Seth. There's always a nail or something to be done around here. If you write, join the writer's group with us. Can you sing or play an instrument? Don't be keeping that a secret. We'll, we'll put you to work. Do you have a green thumb? Or maybe, do you want to have a green thumb? Because I don't have one. Lori's going to be in the fellowship hall today after worship with some index cards of small, tiny things that can be done out in our garden. They are working on something incredible. Incredible for this church and this neighborhood. But there's a few things that need to be done before the big winter comes. So stop by and let her show you what's to come and offer your hands for an hour or two during the next couple weeks. There are no cards in the fellowship hall. Hear a name of someone you're enjoying good stirs? Stop by there and write a note. Put their name on the outside. You don't even have to have the address or a stamp. We'll take care of that. That's pretty easy. Can you hug? Everybody at some point needs a hug. And if you don't know how to hug, you go to Bob Smart. He's going to show you. Yes, he will. <laughs> Do you have an idea? Don't just sit on that idea. Share it with us. That idea might be something Spirit's giving you. Friends, I sat here at the wonder of all of you, at your unique God-given gifts, in awe, continually, of this wonderful, beautiful life we share. Maybe you just come here right now to heal. Mm -hmm. 
And that's okay. Because there's more than a room enough for healing here at BUCC. Yes, it is. Healing leads to resurrection. Mm -hmm. Richard Rohr says this. Most of us were told that God would love us if and when we change. Mm -hmm. In fact, God loves us so that we can change. Yeah. What empowers change? What makes us desire to change? Is the experience of love. Is the inherent experience of love that is the change engine. We know how to love here at UCC. That is one of our best gifts, I do believe. So if that's the gift you're going to bring, know that that's enough. For love teaches, love changes, love saves, and love resurrects. May we be willing to use the bounty of the gift in this room unabashedly and unchainfully to honor the Creator who made it all possible. May we live into that. Amen. Thanks for joining us for the Bluegrass United Church of Christ podcast. We'd love to have you join us for a service sometime. We meet on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at 500 Don Anna Drive in Lexington, Kentucky. You can find us online at bluegrasschurch.org.